Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Look, I'm going to level with you. I have my own things to deal with. After all, we are about to crap a lovely landing. The Orphans, an original cinematic audio drama, is now available. And now, The Orphans Facility, an exciting new prequel series. Catch up with season one with new episodes of Facility coming bi-weekly. Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's going on, everybody? This is Pat. You're talking Bearskin Rug. Back with one final flame on of the year 2018. The final Happy flame. New Year! Yes. <laughs> this will come out right before New Year's. If really? you're listening to it when it actually drops. It'll be the 28th of December, 2018. Christmas is done. Kwanzaa... Is Quan's only one day? I have no idea. <laughs> Why do you think I would know? I don't know. I'm throwing it out to the room. <laughs> I do. I am not aware of how long Kwanzaa lasts for. I mean, we're we're recording on Kwanzaa, um, so if it's only one day, happy Kwanzaa. The height of my power. Also, happy Boxing Day to all our northern border friends. There you go. Oh, do they have Boxing Day in Canada? That's where they have Boxing. Oh, day. I thought they had it in London in the UK. Maybe there too. I want to oh. say it's the UK. Well, but. I mean, Canada's technically part of the those crazy kingdom. Ca- can- so. Canadians, Canadia, go to Canadia, please. That's where we're gonna all be like trying to run to this next year. Pretty much, please accept us. I'm starting to migrate my way up there eventually. <laughs> it is a uh, it's a weird little thing for us to be here in December. Normally, uh, our schedules are all so crazy that we don't do a live episode. No. A live to tape episode, I guess you could say. It's usually me in my car with my phone, like yeah. recording something. In the- <laughs> At least it's just that. Y'all just have to do a quick little, here's my favorite thing of the year, way. and email it to me. And then I sit through uh, hours and hours of... Like reformatting it. I remember one year you were like, that format doesn't work. Send it again. And I was like, <laughs> I think I was sitting outside of a Thai restaurant, like talking into my phone like I was here. So, like, I'm super animated and everything, and some lady is just standing there like, we're not letting that weird black boy into this restaurant. All the hand gestures. Yeah. (laughs) But normally we put together a clip show with some highlights of the year, and we sprinkle in the cast picks for their favorite thing of the year in pop culture. We're not doing that this year. Partially because my schedule's been crazy, and I did not want to sift through... How many episodes did we do this year? (laughs) 
How many how many drag race episodes did we do this uh, year? Goddamn All Stars. And it's still going on. I don't like All Stars in December. I don't know how I'm feeling about this. I just don't like two seasons back to back. Yeah, it's gratuitous. Uh, well, now this is the third season we've had in the year 2018. Oh my god! And I'm kind of done with it. <laughs> is it really you know? the third season? Yeah, because we had All Stars three, which went into season ten, and that all took place from like February until June. Oh, you're right. And then we started back up in December. I'm like, calm the fuck down, Mama Roo. Right. But anywho, she's getting them cookies. Sure. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Now available on iTunes. <laughs> Christmas cookies. Vanessa Vangie Mateo. <laughs> Get these cookies. No. No, I don't want to. <laughs> but we are doing a live episode. We are going to kind of forego the normal uh, month in pop culture. And we are going to do a roundtable, round robin discussion of our favorite things. Uh, you may hear Brian on the show later on. He's uh, back from travel. But not here with us at the start of the episode. If he makes it back in time, then he will be popping in and doing his uh, live with us. If he doesn't make it back, then uh, you will also hear his and Oral's picks for their top thing of 2018 uh, done as a recorded bit afterwards. <laughs> Somewhere in this episode. I don't know. Somewhere dropped in. I just want to be like, Oral, what do you think? And then it's completely <laughs> different audio quality. and It's just some random thing that you know he says. Why is there so much static all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> or just him yelling at somebody, like, just out in public. <laughs> like, what did you think chances, of this single? I hate you! Chances are he recorded his while he was at work. So <laughs> he's randomly, ye- randomly yelling at a patron. <laughs> he's nice to patrons. He, if, he re- if he randomly recorded well, it during I- karaoke, then quite possibly <laughs> he's yelling at somebody. <laughs> Yelling is not always bad. Just screaming across the store. No, it's not that issue. It's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> and that store, with the the size of that store, you don't really have to talk too loudly for it to penetrate every section of that that room. So phrasing. Well, I mean, of course, it's oral. You got to have penetration. Yeah. Anywho, back <laughs> to the, uh, the year in review of 2018. You know, I want to say our last like four episodes have there's been that moment and we all just pause and then it's like, anywho, <laughs> everyone I mean, agrees, dead air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes for good radio. Just saying. So I am going to throw it over to Eric, <gasps> the voice that you hear so much. I mean, we have to stop him from talking. I edit out like 90% of what he says because he just talks so much on our podcast. I've been better. <laughs> I know so you have. I mean, better than... When he first started on with us. I mean, better than the previous organism that would sometimes make noise in that direction. I mean, I'll never be as verbose as Jared was. There you go. Well, I, right. <laughs> I was not going to use the organism's name. <laughs> so shady. <laughs> Eric, what is your first pick for one of your favorite things in the year 20 gay teen? So for my first pick, I'm going to go for the low-hanging fruit and just say... The Penis? Ev- no, f- fruit. Oh. N- nuts. Yeah, nuts aren't fruit. I mean, nuts aren't a penis either, but... No. That's true. Be more of a banana. <laughs> it's e- a legume. <laughs> Eggplant? <laughs> Eggplant. Sorry, low-hanging fruit. Yes. What are you picking? Uh, the MCU had a banner year this year. I was like the MCU as a whole. Yeah, all of it. Wait, they had a better year. I mean, then they a only released year. two two movies. Well, the MCU and Marvel characters in general, apart from Venom, I had a great <laughs> year this year. He's not in the MCU. It's all right. Um, he still did make money. Yeah, that's the, that's the unfortunate part. He uh, made seriously. money. It's seriously. we're gonna get that god awful sequel. It's just like, well, I mean, Bumblebee just came out, but so far it's the lowest. Uh, moneymaker of any of the Transformers movies. Oh, Bumblebee is? Yeah. Really? Because oh, wow. it actually looks good. Yeah, that's the that's thing. That's the problem. <laughs> Cri- critically, everyone loves it. I see. But people aren't going to see it. But the because, fan base for the Michael Bay movies. Because Michael Bay has destroyed any goodwill people have for Transformers. Why do you smell loud and confusing? <laughs> like a Transformers movie? <laughs> <laughs> so yes the mcu had a great year this year as much as we're talking about transformers um so <laughs> the movies that came out this year 
were Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Infinity War. I said those backwards. But, (laughs) and I'm just going to also throw in there Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse because it is a Marvel character. Yeah, Um, but it's still not MCU. It could be, though, because it's multiverse. We wish it was. Uh, Let's put it that way. We really wish it was. No, I get that. There there would be a way. But anywho, it's not considered that. But I do agree with you. I think that Marvel put out two amazing movies and the one okay movie. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 I'm not saying that Ant-Man and the Wasp was as amazing as Black Panther. It was a palate cleanser. We kind of needed that after... After all the and and dust. like I said, this is more so Marvel characters in general. So I'll also throw out Deadpool two, which came out this year. Which, I completely uh, forgot that came which out. Which that year. came out twice this year. Yep, uh, once upon a Deadpool. Which apparently those scenes with Fred Savage are really good. So I'll probably end up buying the Blu-ray of it, uh, even though it'll be like a two for Blu-ray. I'm sure you have a problem, sir. Eh, Sucker. I like, I like Deadpool. I like Ryan Reynolds. I mean, yeah, I like Ryan Reynolds. And too. I like Fred Savage. He's fun. Did you really enjoy Deadpool 2 that much that you would buy? Did you, you haven't bought it on Blu-ray yet, have you? I did. Oh, okay. So yeah. you, you actually enjoyed it that much that you would buy it again. Well, I want to see the Once Upon a Deadpool cut. What if it was just coming to like Netflix and like you could watch I, it once? I could do that, too, since that's PG-13, so chances are it's going to come on streaming more yeah. readily available. But... Yeah. Yeah. Although, uh, I mean, I don't know what the quality is because... Infinity War just made its way on a Netflix, and I was sad to find out that it's just HD. Yeah, yeah. Fuller fucking house is ultra, like, HDR 4K. Avengers Infinity War, which there is an ultra 4K HDR version. I think you have to, to get get the ultra HD stuff on Netflix, I think you actually have to pay for that. I know, and I do. Oh, you do? Bitch, have you not seen the TVs in this house? Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> we well, take advantage of that shit. Netflix knows. Well, you sign in on a TV that's got it, and it's like, how would you like to upgrade for $3 more a month? <laughs> you can take advantage of all of these great titles. So we do get it. Like, I watched Fuller House in Ultra 4K <laughs> high def. For I watched all four seasons of Fuller House. I don't want to hear shit from uh, nobody. For some of us that don't have 4K televisions... Blu-ray is just fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying I'm a little upset that a movie that obviously was shot with this technology to be able to have it because there is an ultra high def 4K version because I almost bought it at Target the other day that I'm I'm kind of upset that it's not streaming that way. Like I would want to see it in like glorious high def, like crazy high def, but. Well, maybe when Dis- when Disney Plus launches, they'll they'll have that option on there. Maybe, maybe. So yes, the MCU and Marvel characters as a whole, minus Venom, was <laughs> is my first pick for the greats of 2018. I love it. I love it. I'll right. Let's see. BJ, why don't you give us your first pick? Uh, actually, perfect uh, little happenstance. I'm just going to go a little bit more specific with mine. Um, I'm going to go for Spider-Man. It was almost like I planned that. Oh, my God. Witchcraft. Praise Satan. No, Spider-Man. Spider-Man has had the best year this year uh, with the video game, which um, Insomniac knocked it out of the fucking park. Uh, it is the best Spider-Man game of all time. I've also heard it's the best Spider-Man movie. It is, in fact, the best Spider-Man movie. It's the Spider-Man movie we we should have gotten from the beginning. It's the one we deserve. The one we deserve. Especially after dealing with all the nonsense this year, we definitely deserve this as a Spider-Man movie. Um, I've still not had the ending spoiled for me, and I don't wish you to here, but I have heard multiple people say that it makes them cry. Um, not that you're capable of said emotion. I can. I mean, I have to like, I have to like take a pin and stick myself under one of my fingernails to simulate it. But I can, I can physically express moisture from my optical ducts. Um, but oh no, yeah, no, it's it's the it's so well acted and so well voiced that yeah, no, like I I definitely paused it and went downstairs and got some whiskey and did about two three shots and then started playing again after they hit me. Um, 
I'm excited because GameStop has it on sale for $40 instead of the normal $60. Yup. And I got one of the last two copies that the GameStop I went to today had because it was on sale right before Christmas. Uh, so if you have been waiting to get it and you have a PS4, uh, check out GameStop because they said that it was going to be on sale for a little bit longer. And obviously this episode is coming out fairly soon after I was at the store. So check it out. It may still be on sale because, I mean, I'm excited to play it. Yep. Um, and the DLC is is, is phenomenal. Um, and uh, Into the Spider-Verse, which came out two weeks ago. The best Spider-Man movie. Honestly, so while we're on the subject of Spider-Man movies, this is actually the best Spider-Man movie I have ever witnessed in my life. Um, they literally take every bit of Spider-Lore and there's a reference everywhere, which is pretty awesome, especially when you go back and do a rewatch. Um you notice all these neat little little touches to the animation, um, the voice acting. The voice cast is ridiculous. Um, Nicholas Cage as Spider-Man Noir. Catherine Hahn as... Spoiler alert. Do you care? Is it something that's really integral to the plot? Not really, but it's a nice... It's a really it's nice really reveal. Fun. It's a really fun reveal. Ah, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll la la la. Her as Doc Ock was amazing yeah absolutely ridiculous like i did not that was the nice that was the best that was a a nice surprise already on a nice cake of like wonderful movie yeah yeah oh and lily tomlin plays aunt may yeah no the whole movie was absolutely fantastic uh it's it's already being a sequel's already in development and i believe they're doing a spinoff with uh spider gwen silk um the uh original spider woman jessica drew and i believe is she gonna be pregnant is she gonna be pregnant (laughs) i would love it i would love actually the way this movie kind of went i I could see them having her pop in pregnant that would be great um and i think mayday parker uh will be in it so mayday is the one that has the telepathic control over a spider or she the actual spider she's uh she has spider powers she's yeah she's has spider uh, peter parker's daughter, daughter that has spider powers that has spider powers and then there's, but there's another character that has control over a spider yeah that's uh penny, penny. parker penny parker she was okay. in this one yeah yeah gotcha okay which is i mean yeah so the the movie was absolutely phenomenal there are some really good heartfelt moments um some wonderfully co- crafted comedic moments um spider ham spider ham <laughs> They do, um, and actually, uh, the character Miles is written very, very in line with kind of like Spider-Man's snark. Um, So he's got some really good one-liners in there once he gets kind of going. Uh, So yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't say enough that Spider-Man has been my favorite. It's my favorite superhero, but also it's it's had just a really fantastic year. Yeah, I'm not a big Spider-Man fan to be honest, and I originally wasn't thrilled about this movie just because i didn't love the animation for the trailer when the first trailer dropped but because of the amount of uh goodwill and good press that this one has gotten i'm actually uh excited to see it i was thinking about seeing it yesterday and doing a double feature because it probably would have completely topped marwin in my in my eyes but god yes (laughs) the more the more i think back about welcome to marwin the angrier I get that Janelle Monet didn't do more in that movie because it probably would have <laughs> saved it. I don't think so. I mean, she couldn't have hurt anything. <laughs> she couldn't have. She couldn't have. Uh, apparently, there is a documentary called uh, Marwin Call. That's the name of the, the documentary. That's actually very good to watch because it's the legit story. Yeah. So it it shows more facets and more of the humanity and like the the turmoil that he went through versus a Hollywoodized version of his his life story. So sadly, uh, I, I was looking forward to Marwin so much more than I was when I left it. So does that mean that Welcome to Marwin is not on your list of top twenty eighteen things? It is not. <laughs> it is not. But I will segue out of that into what is my first pick, and that is music of twenty eighteen. Or hashtag 20 gay team because the queers are here. We've been out in force this year. To slay the music game. And only one of these picks, I believe. Well, no. Well, even the picks that aren't queer have huge queer fan bases. So starting off, I mentioned her in what about, you know, when I was talking about Marwin. Uh, But Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer 
holy fuck my life when they dropped make me feel and django jane the music videos i was hooked i was django jane i was like oh this is good and then i watched make me feel and i was like um yeah make me feel was an experience it was yes every every second of that video and song it was but honestly like django jane i was like i feel like even though i'm half puerto rican i am too white to be enjoying this as much as I should, <laughs> as as I am right now, but it was amazing. To embrace your ethnic power, seriously. It's the song yeah. you need that that that's all you need. But that entire album, top to bottom, it's her most personal work. It opens up so much, uh, and it gives such a voice to so many people to the point where I have dirty computer tattooed on my wrist. Like that's how intensely deep that the music hit me. It's kind of funny in a way. There were a couple of albums this year that went through kind of my year with me. Taylor Swift dropped Reputation. And it's on the surface, there's some really like where you can go deep cut, like breakup kind of feels for it. But at the core of it, it's an album about finding love, you know, finding somebody that's, you know, finding a new relationship, which. Everybody, you know, jumps on her shit about, oh, she broke up with somebody. Here's a new album that she's going to write. This one's kind of the opposite. She actually got into a good relationship and has kept it out of the spotlight and is basically kind of written about getting to know a person and like all of these types of things. Um, So that album has been wondrous for uh, kind of coming out of a breakup, except for one song. There's one song I cannot disassociate from the breakup and that's getaway car uh and it just it just stings every time um and then mariah carries caution mariah's back but maybe not as a hot 100 artist mariah carries back as a full grown adult diva where her stuff maybe won't hit the young kids but she put out a 10 track album that is pretty solid from top to bottom this isn't like um me i am mariah the elusive chanteuse where it was like 18 tracks or 20 tracks when you have like the deluxe edition blah 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 whatever's where honestly i went back and i listened to it and i was like i like two songs off this album like there's only two songs where i actually want to listen to them this album i have put on and listened to repeatedly and Again, she went through a lot. She's gone through a lot in the last 17 years. She just recently came out as being diagnosed with bipolar disorder and has gotten her treatment and is actually taking care of herself. And it shows because when she launched this album, one, the album itself shows a a different side of Mariah, a more grown-up side of Mariah, a more comfortable side of Mariah when she does her interviews. I know we talked about it as one of my uh, one-ups when we did a, yep. a, a, a recording a couple months ago. She is in control of everything. She is in the driver's seat, and she's taking no shit. Like, this is what she wants to do. This is what she wants to put out there. And it's fantastic. And it's given me a lot of... A lot of the songs for her are about this relationship with Tanaka and, you know, building this new relationship. And... It's kind of put me into a good direction to go into 2019 with. And, you know, then honorable mentions for Carly Rae Jepsen. Because what would this summer have been without Cut to the Feeling? (laughs) Cut to the Feeling Fridays. Oh, yes. Those videos (laughs) are everything. Um, Our trip to Provincetown with it. Like, every time... I just love the fact that... There are certain people that when they hear it, automatically think back to me. And they're like, oh, heard your song. And it's like, yas. Uh, and Haley Kiyoko is another one that is uh, queer as fuck and proud of it. And if you haven't checked her out, another person I talked about in a, uh, in a one-up. Check out her debut album, Expectations. It's fantastic. She puts on a, a good She puts on a good show as far as her record is. And I'm curious to see if she's going to be playing dates anywhere around here. I would totally go and see her. 
and it's the most lesbian music I've listened to since I listened to Melissa Etheridge back in the 90s. But, you know, it's fun hearing girls say girls, you know, or like, you know, talking about, you know, I want her. And, you know, I, I'd like to hear that. But 2018 is coming to a close musically. But a lot of these artists are just going to keep it rocking. And I am still holding out the tiniest shred of hope because I know the Grammys will fuck with me. But that uh, Janelle Monet walks away with um, Album of the Year for Dirty Computer. I think it'll be a huge uh, uplift for the queer community if an album like yeah. that were to take that, that kind definitely, of award. Definitely, definitely. So that's my long-winded first one. But music, honestly, it's been such a great year for music for me. I, I'm super stoked. I would like to talk to you about Squarespace. No? Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, what is Squarespace? What, what is this word you're saying? Mail-ka-himp? No, we want to... <laughs> as we always do, we want to make sure that we... Uh, we let you guys know that we do appreciate you listening and you are what helps keep us going one by listening to us because otherwise we're just sitting here talking into microphones to ourselves uh but also by you guys becoming uh patrons at patreon.com forward slash nerdy show and supporting us and the nerdy show network if you join in as a sponsor, you get access to a bunch of great extras from us and all the other shows. So help keep our show going strong in 2019 by becoming a patron. You can also go to flameonshow.com and check out our website. All of our social media links are at the bottom. All of our handles on social media are now Flame On Show. <gasps> So even the Twitter one that for years was Flame On Podcast is now Flame On Show. We my, are Flame On Show everywhere. My God. Right? They ain't ready. I know. They are, they're not. Um, so, but for a dollar a day, you could be ready. For this jelly. In the arms of an angel. From here. So. <laughs> so we... Uh, we want you to go check us out online. Check us out on social media. Follow us. Um, join in the conversation. Send us questions, messages, anything. Uh, we love interacting with you guys. So feel free to help do that more in the year 2019. And if you haven't done so already, head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating and a review. It helps other people find the show and uh, gets more exposure for us. So... We very much appreciate it, and uh, we're excited to go on this ride into the new year with you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Uh, Eric, let's get your second pick for your faves of 2018. So my second fave is I'm just going to do more of an overarching theme. Uh, and it's just going to be Netflix. Netflix has had a great year with original programming and feel good TV. Yeah, yeah I'll have to agree with you on that one. Which feel good TV that makes you want to set fires so that way no. contestants from their feel good shows come and put <laughs> your fire out I in mean, your crotch. I mean, cat goes meow. And the meow meow cat. <laughs> if you haven't watched Nailed It, the holiday episodes, 
there is an extremely uh, attractive fireman from Orlando in the first episode. Um, uh, and he can make my cat go meow, meow, meow. Oh, <laughs> I, I want to drink his bath water. Thank you, Growler. Uh, I, I saw that on Growler the other day, and I'm like, how is this still a thing? Like, I feel like if they took it away, people would complain. So, like, nobody uses it. But it's become so synonymous with the growler, like, pre-programmed shout, like, things, the growls. How dare you, sir? I have you know I am a connoisseur of awkward, and I have used every single one of those. So, Netflix had some great uh, feel-good TV, including the premiere of Nailed It, that came out. Holidays. Which was cute. I actually was very I didn't realize it was a whole season. Yeah. Like, I was like... Didn't all of Nailed It? premiere 2018 first season second season and holiday season wasn't that all 2018 yeah i think so i don't think so i think the end of 2017 beginning of 2018 or was it early 2018 did nailed it come out before queer eye or after because queer eye (sighs) premiered in february after it was after was it after? Yeah, because they, they had the, um, in the second season when they had the Queer Eye guys on, they hadn't really blown, they'd blown up by the time that episode aired. The first season of um, Queer Eye had Yeah, happened. but it, it, they were two weeks apart. Were they? Oh, yeah. no, no, it was definitely close but, together. But that was this, yeah. They, it was, it was, okay, so yeah, it was probably early. Yeah, 2018 has been going on for a decade now. <laughs> it's oh been my 84 God. years. So long. <laughs> So yes, we have nailed it. We have Queer Eye, which came back, um, and really, I was when they announced that they were going to be rebooting Queer Eye, I was really apprehensive because, yes, the original Queer Eye was fun, but it was also, in some ways, I felt like, like it was, it like was a felt, bit invasive. Yeah, and I felt to me. society had kind of gone had progressed far enough that I felt like we didn't need more of old Queer Eye to come back yeah but they really oh they updated it yeah they 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 updated it it also has a different feel about it yeah like it's it's not so much just shocking someone with five gay guys coming in it's like they're and it's definitely gayer it's definitely more like oh it's significantly gayer heartfelt gayer versus the stereotype of gay well and and like the amount the thing i really liked about it is just the amount that it's like they are these people's cheering section and they mean every bit of it and i just i absolutely love that right yeah so queer eye and then the new uh seasons of great british baking show which have been coming yeah. out on netflix it's just oh. it's just feel good tv like i when i try and get people to watch uh, the great british baking show i just tell them it's just going to leave you happy like it's it's a reality show competition that yes it's technically a competition but it doesn't feel it doesn't have that cutthroat in any way it's and maybe it's, it's just, not hell's kitchen right yeah. no yeah well, or, or even top chef not that the chefs on top chef are really out to get each other for the most part no but it's produced in a way to be dramatic yeah yes. yeah this, Where isn't. this is not no right i mean like the the most like intense dramatic things are like the i mean apart from the baked I, alaska drama exactly <laughs> oh my Bingate. gosh Bingate. um <laughs> <laughs> or did you use his you know uh his his custard Ooh, you know, like there was that one episode where the woman like mistook the guy's custard and used it instead and was like oh oh and, but nobody got pissy. Nobody right. got whatever. It's just funny because it's been on for so long. And usually I am so late to the game with everything. And I've been watching for a couple of years now that it still amazes me when people are just finding out about the show. They're like, oh, my God, I watched this show the other day. The Great British Baking Show. And I'm like, bitch, where you been? <laughs> Over the last couple of weeks because of you know, the holiday season, people have you know different schedules and different like times, uh, downtimes. And I've seen it a couple times pop up in my newsfeed that way, and I'm like, "Well, they released a holiday quote unquote season of yeah. Great British Baking Show." So I was upset when it got taken from BBC and was put on Channel Four because of the shakeup with Mary Berry going away, with Mel and Sue going away. The biggest plus out of this whole deal was Netflix getting it as an original show. Yes. Because pretty much as soon as it airs in England, 
within a couple of weeks, it's on Netflix over here. So we're seeing these things a lot quicker instead of almost a year later on PBS. Yeah. And while I do miss Mary, Mel, and Sue, the new cast isn't bad. No, but they're not the same. Right, it's not the same, but it's not bad. Yeah. It's, the show is still enjoyable. It's still not the same. Paul Hollywood is still... Oh, oh. oh Paul Hollywood. Uh, he can uh, put two fingers in me and then move <laughs> them up and down. You don't I, I, You don't want him to pull out? Oh. <laughs> I could go for a Hollywood handshake. <laughs> oh. Uh. oh, Paul Hollywood. And then my last Netflix show, which does not fall under the category of feel-good TV is The Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe for some people, it does fall under the uh, category I, of you, You're TV, staring at me but... pretty intently. <laughs> that show scared the ever-living piss out of me, and it didn't help that I watched the whole first season while I was pet-sitting in two opposite sides of Orlando, <laughs> all fairly isolated, <laughs> and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Oh, that's right. I hate me. Like, it was... It, but it was fantastic. I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, and there were just some really good production shots. Like, people will harken back to the first season of Daredevil when they had the one-shot hallway scene, fight scene. Yeah, the uh, yeah, the hallway fight scenes in the Marvel shows. Yeah. Yeah. That were just that one continuous shot. I think it's episode five or six that the funeral happens. Yes. And it's just this one continuous shot that's just going around and things are happening all weird. And you're like, how do they find time to jump in there and change the set around and all that? And, just, and it's just really well done. It's well written. It's a great uh, full cast of characters. Um, yeah, a couple of the siblings are problematic. But I think on a whole, it just was a really good season of television. So, number two for me is Netflix. Original oh, programming. I wish we were doing the things we did not like of 2018, because problematic <laughs> would be my top one. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I hate the phrase problematic. <laughs> I find problematic to be problematic, so that's just me. Alright, so Netflix, you're just going for companies. You're going for like these big, monstrous companies, having amazing years, well, this way taking I get, all of our this, money. This way I get to say more individual things. <laughs> it's strategic. I, I thought you were pushing for like sponsorship from them. He's cheating. I mean, if Netflix wants to sponsor me or the show in general... Boom boom. I like how we're I like how we're an afterthought. Right? Like, He's like, you want to sponsor me. Or I guess the show too, but just you know me. <laughs> Alrighty. BJ, what is your second favorite uh, thing of the year? So again, kind of narrowing it down as an extension from Eric's. Um and you had mentioned a lot of good queer stuff in music. Uh, I gotta mention some of the good queer stuff in TV, and I gotta say, Shira Princess of Power. One of the queerest television shows I've probably watched in my life. Yes. Like, but every second of it is, is. Listen, just because that crab lady enjoyed being on the boat with the cat lady uh, doesn't mean she's queer. Uh, they went to Princess Prom together. <laughs> uh, she looked amazing. And the crab lady or the cat lady? Both yes. of them. <laughs> Both of them. Um, I know the one. I know the cat lady's name is Catra. Yeah, I love Catra. I can remember and the... her in that suit. That was hot. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, Catra with the fingerless gloves. Come on, bitch. Yeah, it's accessorize. Catra, <laughs> one of the one of the queerest. It's it's also one of those uh, shows that kind of it sneaks up on you when it comes to like relationships, friendships. Like if you're if you're a person that has trouble making friends or you don't fundamentally kind of understand, like. Like, Adora is very much kind of an alien to the world she ends up in, and Bo is probably my favorite character of the whole show because he just wants everybody to be friends. He wants, he is, he is a relentless demon of positivity in that show, and it's just... Like, because things are always falling apart, and he's just like, can I get one more hug before we die? And you're just like, <laughs> yes, yes, sweet baby, you can. But the, but it's just, it, it's one of those shows, like kind of like Steven Universe and stuff, where it kind of, it has like moments of like serious, seriousness that kind of sneak up on you, and you're like, 
I I really just came here to watch a show about an eight foot tall woman brandishing a sword, and I'm feeling very attacked right now because now it's talking about leaving friends behind and relationships, and I just and uh, uh, emotional um, damage. From, oh yeah, from being manipulated from a parental figure for so long. Yeah, parental abuse and just all sorts of stuff, but it's. It's really, really good. And then um, the other Netflix thing is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I got I to gotta give him a shout out. Uh, it's a solid show. I was wondering how they were going to kind of do it. And it's working the Christmas specials out now. And it's it's a little hit or miss, but it's actually um, the Christmas special definitely feels like a transitional episode in the season two, um, which starts April. So I didn't feel like it was transitional out of one or transitional into two. It just felt kind of there. It, I mean, it felt just like all the other episodes. So, I mean, it wasn't like it It didn't feel out of place. I yeah. did like that they were just like, here's part one, episode 11. Like, <laughs> we'll just add this right on in here. So, when you bring, if you haven't seen it, go binge it and you'll have all 11 episodes right there. You won't have to go find a different thing. You don't have to wait a month for, for, for the Christmas special. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. So, that is that is my number two, the uh, um, She-Ra and Sabrina. All right. My final thing we will get to in just a moment. So before I do the final thing that I'm excited for in the year 2018. Your final smash? My final smash. Here's Oral with his. Hey, everyone. So it's Oral. I know you haven't heard from me in forever, but I'm still here. Uh, so it's time for me to give you like my favorite pop culture moment of 2018. And that is super simple. Right now, we are having a bright solstice. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is everything I've wanted. That book was my favorite horror book when it came out. We only got seven issues over like five years. It's ridiculous. But Kiernan Shipka, everyone um, was a part of the cast. It was everything I could have asked for and more. It delivers and it just got picked up for, what, seasons three and four as well? So Sabrina, that's mine. I love it. If you haven't watched it yet, you should totally do that. And I promise to be on the podcast in 2019 because that's around the corner and I should try to do more. So, yeah, that's it. Bye. Wow, Oral. That was fantastic. Amazing. I loved it. Oh, my it. God. I would never have picked that. That's, I, I, I feel dumber for not having known that. Right? Oh, so excited. And as a special treat... Some dude just walked into the house and he's going to talk to you people about what his favorite thing of 2018 was in the pop culture realm. Sir, sir, who are you, sir? I don't even remember. What country <laughs> am I in? I don't even know where I live anymore. Who am I? <laughs> who am I? Tell me who I am. Um, your name is Easton and you enjoy tea and that's about it. I don't get the reference. The tea uh, there, is there, spicy, isn't it? No, <laughs> oh, there's sorry. There's no reference. I was just making up something that was just going to build its way to like worse and worse things like murder and scat. So Wow. I, murder I've been and learning, scat. I've been learning Japanese on Duolingo, and there's one chapter where, um, where it's the restaurant chapter, and a lot of the things are like, the tea is spicy, isn't it? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, Duolingo. This tea is spicy. <laughs> <laughs> so... I have to say that my favorite thing in the last year from the pop culture domain would be uh, Tom King and Mitch Jared's Mr. Miracle. Surprising no one Ooh, who has listened to this show. Comics. Yeah, I know. Did we do comics? I mean, of course we did comics, right? <laughs> sure. Or, at some point this year. Of I we mean, did. we talked about the MCU. Well, there you go. That counts. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that of all of the things that I have consumed that sticks out the most, I think it's... It, it, it's Phrasing. Wow. Uh, have you seen his uniform? It sticks out the most. <laughs> no, like, I've loved good television and movies and music, and all of this is there, but there's something really poignant and personal about Mr. Miracle, and I was already a big fan of Mr. Miracle, and the fact that Tom King is a fan, like all of us who read comics, and has blossomed into this amazing super talent is just its so cool to see. Um, so uh, yeah, Mr. Miracle, if you haven't checked it out, it's probably available as a graphic novel at this point or a couple novels. Mm. If it's not, it will be very soon. 
from DC, but usually they've been pretty good. Um, buy the whole thing, twelve issues. If you can find them in your stores, probably won't. They're, 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 those are probably gone. Um, might be able to find them in some. How soon did their comics show up on that DC? <laughs> oh, thing? good question. Uh, so it rotates out a bit. I've been I've been fiddling with that some. Um, they I do know they have. I think the first couple of trades of uh, Batwoman. They kind of, they've they've been rotating stuff out. Uh, they haven't really taken a lot down, but it's I, it it feels like they're still trying to figure it out. But they haven't put Mister Miracle up. Usually, it's like Marvel's like six months later. Yeah, but uh, either way, uh, it's worth it's worth paying for. It's beautiful. Mitch Garrett's art is so good and just uh, repetitive, but in a good way. And then I'm really excited because for hopefully you know soon I'll be reading the uh, Pride of Pride, Pride of Bag no no it's the other book uh, Sheriff of Babylon which is their original uh, indie book that they did with Image um, that sort of uh, sets the stage so anyway I I'm very excited and very hopeful for whatever comes next from Tom King obviously identity not identity crisis heroes, heroes in crisis. And crisis it's nothing like identity crisis except maybe a little um, no heroes in crisis is really awesome too so emotionally check that out but yeah Mister Miracle DC Go buy it. I didn't understand it. I was confusion. This random. I am confusion. The ending is ambiguous and enjoy. And we play the, uh, what is it? Don't stop believing. Like my bank account. Stop suddenly. I thought maybe everyone in the comic just went pop like a bubble. Oh, no. That's, well, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going to rewatch that and it comes out on Netflix. It's out on Netflix. So... Now we've reached the final uh, favorite thing of 2018. Final Smash. And we keep on... Well, we'll give an honorable mention to Smash Brothers, which I also bought and I haven't played yet. <laughs> I wasn't interested until they announced their DLC DLC character Joker, and now I'm pissed because now I have to buy the goddamn game. Did, I was you, a, did you already have a Switch, though? I do. Oh, okay. I saw the Ridley Amiibo, and I had to hold back from buying it because I was like, uh, I don't know if I want it just yet. And at that point, I hadn't bought Smash Brothers, so I was like, I'm not going to buy it if I don't have Smash Brothers. But now I do, so we'll see what happens. But we keep on saying the word good throughout this entire thing. So, of course. What what else is good? I wonder what you're alluding to. What could possibly be good? The good place. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about uh, Melania Trump's Be Best campaign. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Waiting for the political (laughs) angle. There it is. Holy mother forking shirt balls. (laughs) There are only three more episodes left in this season. And I am kind of... I don't know. Like, I don't even know what is going on anymore. And I love it. The show is so masterfully crafted. I, I remember when they announced season two... And I was like, "How? How could they possibly?" Keep and then, doing and then you got through season two, and, and you were like, "How the fuck can they do season three? Yeah. And now we're almost done with season three, and it's like season four has been announced. How are they going to do? Like, how is this going to end? And how are they going to keep this going? But they find a way. Yeah. Um, they actually were supposed to have four episodes after this winter break, but they decided to push because the episode Janet's. Is an additional two minutes longer? Yeah. NBC shuffled around, and that's why it ended up being released. Like, there was a short break, mm-hmm. and then the one episode, and now another longer break before they come back in January. That episode was supposed to air in January as part oh. of the last four. Um, to, I guess more to have, like, kind of transition out of the the stuff that, like, you know, oh, people have kind of forgotten this. Okay, here's where we're at, and now, like... Basically, Act 3, this is how this happens. Because yeah. now they're dead again. You know, they were alive, <laughs> and then they got blinked into the void. And I, I can put you in my void, but it's, but it's going to kill you. Wait, what? <laughs> Save by the Earth. <laughs> but that episode, Janet's, was phenomenal. I need her to get every award for that. Darcy Carden, holy shit. If... If this show does not rack up awards for the season, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on. Her acting in that episode, having to be the majority of the main characters of that episode, aside from th- uh, two. Yeah, she no. wasn't Michael, and she wasn't the head accountant. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was pretty much it. She played everybody else in the void for the majority of the show. Um, she was Janet, 
And then she was neutral, Janet. <laughs> End of conversation. Oh, and when she was like, I can throw shade now. I was like, yes, bitch! <laughs> yes! And then Cher started coming out of her mouth. Like, it was just fucking phenomenal. This is the episode for the gays. It seriously was the queerest episode. And that's saying something when Eleanor is basically about to make out with uh, Simone in the, the virtual reality simulation. Like, it, this was phenomenal. But this show, this season, I did not know where it was going to go. I did not know how it was going to go. They have done amazing work with it. If you have not watched it, we've spoiled a little bit of it as it is. Um, I actually just got my best friend who had not watched it and hadn't seen anything about it. I was like, you need to go watch this, but go in cold. Do not look anything up. Do not like, here's the name of it. Go to Netflix, binge it. Now you cannot be spoiled with season one. Like just go for it. And he enjoyed it thoroughly. And it, it just keeps on getting better and better. So, my final pick, and I think the best thing to end this podcast on for the year 2018, is The Good Place. So, with that being said, dear listeners, thank you so, so much for hanging out with us and listening to us, inviting us into your ear holes. It's warm and moist in there. Thank you. And needed a nice warm place to sleep. Kind of waxy, though. I mean, do they listen? Actually, I was... They, they're probably listening to us while they poop. Or drive. Or sleep. Or work. Hey, you give to our Patreon. Hey, do it. All your money. If you're odd, we'll sleep with you too. I mean, maybe. All things are possible. <laughs> all, all things are possible through Flame On. All things are possible through Patreon. <laughs> Pray Satan. so with that being said thank you all for fantastic 2018 uh we debuted a new logo we've done lots and lots of drag we have we're gonna be working on that calendar soon yes the calendar will happen um i say it's a burlesque one now i think i was gonna say swimsuit but i I say burlesque let's do burlesque calendar you can yay um it's been a it's been a fantastic year for Flame On, and we're excited to uh, be able to wish you a happy new year uh, with most of us. I mean, we've shuffled around cast a bit. <laughs> the three of us have been your constants for the the latter half of the year. So we ate the other ones. <laughs> we uh, we thank you so much for for being with us and continuing to listen. And any new listeners out there, hi, welcome, and uh, we'll see you guys in twenty nineteen. Bye. Moist. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 